The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports, NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Joining me today, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, and the Pilate of the Power Rankings, Pete Prisco. I wasn't trying to pronounce that, so I just threw it out there. Harry, uh, producer Harry, working the thesaurus hard these days to get uh, to come up with P words to uh, represent Pete's um, powerful power rankings. Pete, was your nickname uh, ever uh, Pistol Pete Priscovich? Yes, it was. Really? Was it really? My basketball coach called me Pistol. Because Pete no. could shoot. Pete tells us he could shoot from outside. Did you show up at, you show up at practice at the gun one day or something? <laughs> uh, uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. Yeah, Pistol Pete Maravich. I, Press yeah, Maravich coach at NC State. He didn't know he that. My favorite pl- I, I, I did know that. Maravich was my, my favorite player. I think Brent's joke is that Ryan, there's the no way you can play basketball. Uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't know the Pistol Pete NC State connection. That's why everybody thought Pistol Pete was gonna go to NC State, but he went to LSU instead. Well, because his dad she- went to LSU. Don't you remember? I know. Well, you know who else was supposed to go to NC State? Went to LSU instead, Shaquille O'Neal. Hey, by the way, Brinson knows I could shoot. I remember the story when I shot out Mike Garafola. This is true. Uh, we talked about if we haven't talked about the story of the podcast, I'll tell it very quickly. My girl follow comes walking by. We're in Arizona at the owners' meetings at the Biltmore, sitting by the pool and hanging out and kill you know, time to kill. Um, in between like the meetings and the and the coaches' breakfast. And Garofalo comes walking by, he's going to the basketball court, he's wearing in, like deck uniform, decked out of like full like basketball like gear. Like he's going to shoot some hoops and get some exercise. And Pete's like, I bet I can shoot you out of the gym girl follow and mike is like what are you t- what are you talking about pete's like i'll do it right now pete stands up in like a polo like a pete like a like a like a, like a vineyard vines polo some shorts and flip-flops and goes down to the basketball court and just humiliates Garofalo uh right there in the, on wind. the, uh, the, in the, in the wind. wind yeah, yeah. Blew him out of the water. every time i see him he goes he, he sheepishly has to say yeah you did I mean, it has no comeback. There's nothing you can say. You lit him up. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. Make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on any of the various podcast platforms, make sure to give us a five-star review. One show back in the feed. we got Katie Mox, Emery Hunt, Prop Stars, and myself looking at early odds for Week 12, including, of course, the Thanksgiving games. Don't put any money down before listening to that one. And today, we're going to run through Pete's Week 12 power rankings, sort out the teams living on the playoff bubble, and then blind rank Thanksgiving foods. But first... We got to get to, uh, we, are, we don't rank brothers. We want to get the Shaq Leonard news. What do you think? Who's your favorite Who's pair of brothers? Can't be yourself. You can't be yourself? No, you can't pick brother, you. And, so. 
I mean, Pete was going to pick me and me and my brothers, huh? the Pisco brothers. We dominate. love his family. That's fine. You know what? I was stunned to find you out in perusing. Pete. You stumped Pete. He didn't say anything. He has no, no I'm fair to think of, of, brother. of other brothers that I would, my favorite brother. Super Mario Brothers is really, uh, Super uh, Mario Brothers is my top five. I'll tell you one that looking at this list, uh, this GQ list of like the most, the best brother rankings, one that like I didn't even realize Bill Murray and Brian Doyle Murray are brothers. Yeah, that's Bill Murray's funny. Brian Doyle Murray was kind of annoying. Frisco, aren't the Harbaugh brothers or spirit animals? Harbaugh's are good. The Mannings are good. John's normal and Jim is weird. So I yeah, John. John is like a totally normal human being, and Jim is a psychopath. I'm gonna go with. Uh, you'll appreciate this, Pete. Ron Howard and his extremely ugly brother who works all the time and is great in movies. Clint Howard. Gentle Ben. He the little brother was in Gentle Ben, wasn't he? <laughs> he may have been. I never saw Gentle yeah, Ben. I think he was. Remember that the story? Yeah. But he was also in Parenthood, the movie with Steve Martin, where he's yelling at the kid in the Little League for dropping yeah. the fly ball. Yeah. The Manning brothers have to be on the top, close to that list, right? Yeah, but they're everywhere. Hey, on, on this, on this list, Peyton and Eli were actually number one. Uh, well, we know Pete is a huge HGTV fan, so I'm guessing Property Brothers would be up there for uh, Prisco. No twins, no twins. Those two, those two are the most, most annoying two human beings I've ever been. <laughs> they're seen not uh, Doug, Doug, they're Doug Pitt. Doug Pitt, they did a quick email interview with Doug Pitt, brother of Brad, for this article. And it's kind of funny. It's like, how's it feel to read the gossip surrounding your brother? It's always fiction, always. As family, I don't bother with that print, but I like seeing the pictures as they show up online. Like Doug is like very, very clearly like annoyed, is like completely annoyed by being the brother of Brad Pitt. And he was asked, he was like, "Do you get recognized?" Yes, but not because I look like Brad. More as Val Kilmore back in the day, and now some Travolta, which I don't understand. It's not until the last six or seven years I've been getting Brad references from people who didn't know who I am. I don't know what, what about Sly and Fra what about Sly and Frank Stallone. Frank's a good, a good one. one. Uh, Frank had the like one song. That. What was the one song called, Pete? Do 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 do. He's standing, singing on the street corner. <laughs> yeah, that it was famous. That was a good song. Preach. How Mark many brothers do you have? I have three. Which one's your favorite? You had to rank them. I can't <laughs> rank them. That's not possible. They're not going to hear this. I'm gonna see this. They're not going to see this. They're ranked one A, one B, and one C, and they know where they fall. My they know where they fall. I don't okay. say it. I got one for Pete. I got a brother. What Pete? If, you, if your brother that you're like, I grew up with my brother, Richie, we were a year and two days apart. So, but he got kept back a year. So we went to school together from ninth grade on. So in high school, everybody would come up and the girls would come up. Are you two twins? And I'd go, yeah, my mom held me in for a year and two days. Hey, we're not twins. <laughs> and, and so, but so we were always together. But then my younger brother, Paulie, started living with me when we were like in our 30s. So, you know, we're all close. And my younger brother who passed away, Andy, you remember that baby? He was uh, 10 years younger. So he was kind of the baby. So he was kind of like he was the distant brother. But he was, you know, you 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 can tell your brothers that you're with all the time. It's you're more than the same age. It's easier to be more relevant with them. So don't say anything different. Breach, you're a liar. Well, I yeah, mean, that's exactly. true, but if you have a brother who is eight years older, uh, they can, you know, buy you things that you can't buy yourself when you're under the age of 21. Encyclopedias? Encyclopedias, that's right. What are we going to ask Pete? Wilson, oh, gonna... uh, Wilson and his twin brother, Moby. <laughs> oh, or Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe is also acceptable. <laughs> Pete, here's a set of brothers that were born the same year you were. How about Ohio's own the Wright brothers? No, that's, uh, hey, that's North Carolina. Hey, I, taught, I taught Orville how to fly the damn thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I oh, that's a, the Bee Gees is a, good, a good, one. good one. The Bee Gees. The Gibbs. Yeah. You the know, the, uh, that old Jimmy Fallon skit on Saturday Night Live where he's like talking it up. 
at the Barry Gibbs talk show. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite old school. You know, who, you, you know who never gets when you talk about brothers like in acting. Um, you talk about what's his name from Dirty Dancing. Uh, him and his brother. Patrick Swayze's Hill. brother was in a lot of movies. Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts, says that they're not brothers, obviously, but siblings. He does a lot of acting, but he's sort of the Baldwin Eric Baldwin? was in Star 80. It was a great movie. Huh. Um, who, what? what about the Baldwin brothers? What about Hassel, the Baldwin Hassel's brothers? Behind you. Hassel's behind you. Be careful. Hey, get Hassel, get Hassel in here. Being back there. <laughs> if you want hey. acting brothers, what about the Hemsworths? Hey, Hassel. Hey, get him in here real quick. Get him in here, Pete. Get him in here. I got a question for you. Who wants you? I can't hear him though because I well, give me your headphones. Hassel doesn't Hassel doesn't do you don't want to get Hassel on because Hassel doesn't do local media and he doesn't do the picks of podcast. <laughs> That's what I so two things about. Hassel doesn't the, do. The great Chris Hassel, CBS Sports HQ host. And uh what's your what we do? Westwood One, Learfield. What is your what is Learfield. your radio? Yeah, title? Learfield. 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 Come on, don't yeah, yeah, like yeah, know that, Brinson. Come on now. That's what I was saying. No, we wanted to talk about this the, the little bit you did with the local media thing where you're like you get that camera out of my face <laughs> well you guys know you know you, you after you've you know after you've risen to the national level you don't want to deal with those local peons anymore right i mean come I on get out that, of the way i watched that like 10 times it was really good stop holding us down it was, very well, done. It was <laughs> very well done um, all right people wants me to wrap it up all right see you buddy <laughs> <laughs> he just breathed on his head <laughs> he just breathed on that bald demo that's elder abuse <laughs> Elder abuse, abuse, except he's going to get it beaten. Um, (laughs) Reverse elder abuse. No, no, Liam Gallagher is a good one. Oasis. Who doesn't love Oasis? I don't. Uh, Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) I think Um, Harry wants to get going because you got to get out of here, Pete. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. We'll have a separate podcast segment because we didn't have a lot of brothers. That's a lot of good brothers. Um, Pretty shocking news. Darius Leonard, a.k.a. Shaq Leonard, we changed his name, released by the Colts. Indy, I want to thank you for accepting me and my family with open arms. He gives out this whole thing. Um, he's He's gone. And uh, Jim Ursay. Wait, wait, he's also, not gone. He, he just got cut. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, he's well, yeah, it's, it's shocking. Like, just shocking. Jim Ursay tweeted out, Colts Nation will always remember the maniac's palpable energy on the field with each tackle, interception, punch out, and fumble recovery. Off the field, he's a servant leader and assisted numerous families in both his hometown and the Indianapolis community. We're thankful for Shaq and the contributions he made to our organization. We wish him and his beautiful family the best moving forward. Um, Pete, I would just say, like, why now? We talked about a little bit before the pod. His contract is set up where you could easily get out after the season was just eight million dollars in dead money. He had a twenty million dollar cap hit, um, so it no no problem getting out from under it after the season. And I guess you know you're just p- playing the paying the prorated or dealing with the dead you know, the prorated bonus. The, everything's prorated from here on out. But like, why now? It's a weird timing. For this. Unless he was complaining. And and you know uh, they have two they have two linebackers that you know Franklin and um, and uh, Speed are good players, so I, I don't you know and you don't play three that much anymore at least the way the game is played. So I, maybe that had something to do with it, or any complaint. Maybe he complained. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, he hasn't been the, same, he hasn't been the Ian, same player. Let's be real. Ian, Ian Rappaport tweeted that um, a former uh, Shaq Leonard was one of the game's best, but his playing time dipped this year, which he's spoken publicly about. Now he's been waived, which so it seems to be. Um, yeah, playing time. Yeah. But he, he had, I'll be honest with you. When he got back on the field, he wasn't the same player. Yeah. He was always uh, small and light, and, you know, and his speed was always a big deal. And when you hurt your, you hurt your back, it's, it's, it's tough to yeah. overcome that. 
Uh, Mike Garofalo notes that uh, the aforementioned Mike Garofalo notes that uh, Shaq Leonard will cost the team a little north of $6 million in base salary if claimed off waivers from the Colts has no fully guaranteed money on the books for 2024 is now $6.5 million in injury guarantees. That may be why they cut him. They didn't want to, if he, if he suffered an injury, right? right. If you have that, he had that 6.5 yeah. million guaranteed for injury and you'd have to owe him that cash. So it made sense to cut him now rather than put him out on the field, have him suffer an injury and not pass a physical. It's okay. crazy though, how far he's fallen as far as. Uh, well, he was I mean, never he, as good as his reputation. He was never as good as his reputation. He was a rookie there in 2018. He was a pretty he solid was never player. As good as his reputation. He was a good player. He was never a great player. Jeez. Are you sure about that? Either way, like you guys said, his talent went off the edge after he dealt with multiple injuries last year. So I, I told mean, he, had, um, he, had, he had 163 tackles, led the league in his rookie season, four first force fumbles, two fumble recoveries, yeah, seven you know sacks. I've seen, guys, I've seen guys get boatloads of tackles and uh and, and they tap make them down the field. I mean, you know, look, he was he was good. He was never he was he was let's put it this way. He wasn't as good as Fred Warner. Oh, stop. In his no, prime. Of course not. I was telling uh, producer Harry before we started that the Steelers are going to gobble him up, but uh, Nick Corte on Twitter, who follows these machinations really closely in terms of uh, salary cap situations, he said the only teams that have the cap space, the $6.1 million that Princeton mentioned earlier, do not include the Steelers. The Steelers actually signed Blake Martinez today off the Panthers practice squad. That's how up a creek they are. And they bring Miles Jack to the practice squad, too. Miles Jack as well. But the Bengals are on this list. Titans, Commanders, Raiders, Chargers, Vikings, Packers, Cowboys, Ravens. Imagine him on the Ravens. What'd you say, um, Brinson? What'd you say about him? Yeah, he retired, but he's coming out of retirement. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Miles have- Jack, who almost scored the game-winning touchdown against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. He wasn't Miles down, Pete. He wasn't he down. Was down. It, he, he wasn't down. It was the worst Super Bowl team to ever show up in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Blake Bortles paid. Pete had the Jaguars in the Super Bowl the next year. Whoops. All right. So yeah, uh, wow, Shaq Leonard. I mean, I thought it was pretty stunning. Do you think? Any, do you think anybody claims him? I just read through the list of teams that have the capability. Do you think anybody on that list claims him? No, the Steelers would if they could, I, but they why can't. Why would you claim him at that money? Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Steelers, happy National Canada Day, Ryan Wilson. Matt Canada has been relieved of his duties as offensive coordinator. I appreciate Matt's hard work and dedication. I wish him the best moving forward in his career. Mike Tomlin uh, released that statement via the Steelers and also said, I don't, this is not something I take lightly. Um, he should have taken a little more. Last time the Steelers fired a guy in season was my third year covering the league in 1941. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the rest Seriously, of the story, though. I think, and if I'm not mistaken, You're I think right. it was an owner fired himself. That's right. He Ted Turner himself. <laughs> Are you serious? Burt Bell. Yeah. I think his name was Burt, Burt Bell. Bell. Who ended up becoming the commissioner of the league. Yeah. Even he, he fired be, himself? Had the common yeah. decency to get out. I, I joked uh, after this news came out this morning that this is basically like firing the captain of the Titanic after he hit the iceberg. I mean, we all saw this coming a mile away. What took so long? I don't understand the hesitancy to get rid of him other than the fact that they didn't want to pay a guy for not working. Instead, they paid a guy to make things worse, but now, and you said this on HQ with Brady Quinn earlier, Pete. We'll see who Kenny Pickett is because so far right. he, he's been bad. He hasn't been good. And, and, but it's hard again with all these quarterbacks, it's the same thing. Bryce Young, you make an excuse for him every Tuesday. Will Got Levis, some more if you need him. Yeah. Will Levis gets beat up <laughs> and same thing. They're all, they're all in situations where they're not able to become good players. 
And so until we see the possibility that they have a chance, it's hard to evaluate them. So to answer your question, I, I, if, if Kenny Pickett doesn't do more in the second half of the season with the change in offensive coordinator and change in offensive you know, play calling, then I think you got you really got to start worrying about. Them. Let me ask you guys this question that I put to uh, Joe Musso, who uh, our coworker, who is a lifelong Bears fan. They currently have the number one overall pick that would have belonged to the Panthers had they not traded out to get Bryce. Nice trade. I know. Let, I'll, I'll go with you first, Pete, because I, I want to hear what you have to think about this. What if Omar Khan, the GM of the Steelers, calls Ryan Poles at the end of the season and says, "I will give you two first-round picks and T.J. Watt for the number one overall pick"? What do you say? And let's say the Steelers have the 13th or 14th pick, something like that. If I'm the Bears? Yeah. We want Caleb. Oh, I I, I would take that. Two, two and a TJ. I thought that wouldn't be rich enough, but everyone I've talked to, including I would Joe take Musso, two and a TJ. Two and TJ, and I keep Justin Fields. Right, yeah. Wait, and you still, you, gotta, one thing we have to do is slow the roll on the these next quarterbacks coming out. We're already anointing them the I next know. great thing. I mean, you know, Caleb Williams has kind of gone down the, down a little bit the last month. Drake May had didn't have a good week last week either. Yeah, let's talk about no. Drake May if we want to talk about. He Caleb. didn't have a good week either. I'm, that's what I'm saying. And he's got now he's got now he's got a real test. Okay. Here oh we go. gosh, Breach, <laughs> are you taking that trade? Ah, uh, if I'm the Bears, and the Bears also have the fourth pick right now too. By the way, their own pick. Oh, <laughs> uh, so two first round picks. So I'd move back to the Steelers, say 13th spot, and then one first round pick on top of that, and TJ Watt to book in Montez Sweat. Yeah, I guess. Can I wait the rest of Justin Fields the rest of the season? Yeah, I'm assuming it's yeah. the end of the year. Not now. In the end of the yeah. year, but yeah. If Justin Fields plays well the rest of the season and you see progress and he's throwing the ball better and everything, I, then then I would do that. I would he's make play, that. He played pretty good. I give him credit. He the way did. He, played. he did. All right. So everyone's on board with that trade. We'll see if Omar pulls a trade. <laughs> um, I'm halfway on board. What's the What's the setup for the Steelers moving forward? Mike Sullivan, who is a uh, he was with the Giants with Coughlin back in the day. He was with the Giants. Coughlin, Eli, he he was his coordinator. He has the two Super Bowls. Uh, he was a QB coach here. He's been in the league forever. His background is he he was at um, Army. I think he was at Army, Army. West Point, Army. and yeah, he Coughlin he also was. was an Army Ranger. So if nothing yeah. else, he can beat people up if they start mouthing off to him. So hopefully, and I think Pete, you talked about this as well. Just open it up, man. Throw the ball. They don't throw the ball in the middle of the field. Just do anything differently. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I the offense was way too predictable. Hey, Pete, I think you need to get Jalen Warren the ball more. Pete, I was going to say that, too. I feel Wilson's over here saying, let's throw the ball more. Let's let's let Kenny Pickett throw the ball more. I'm the flip side. I would call 50 runs per game and only let Kenny Pickett throw it five times. I don't know what Kenny Pickett can do. He can't, based on that. Yeah, the, I have an idea. That offense. <laughs> How many Pete. games has Kenny Pickett had the full complement of people around him? Don't stop it. He's no, I'm talking got, about because because they've had injuries at wide receiver and tight end. Friar Muth has missed time. Dorian Thompson Robinson, who had Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore. He threw for 170 yards or whatever last Didn't week. Didn't make any mistakes. They don't trust Kenny yeah. to do that. The well, Bengals can't stop the run. The Steelers should not throw a single pass on Sunday. Run the wing tee. Don't you don't even have to have Kenny pick it in the game. You just run the ball 47 <laughs> times and you'll win. All right. I'm willing to try that. Pete, right, I, got a quick question. I got a quick question for you, but uh, this that wasn't on the rundown, but um, I was uh, talking with uh, my buddy Grant Paulson about possible GM candidates in Washington if they move on. Any names that stand out to you as, as someone who's you know covers this league for a long time that you would want to look at for a GM position? That's a good question. 
Adam Peters is get- the first one that came to mind for me. Yeah, that's – I don't – you know, I've heard differing viewpoints on him, by the way, um, for a variety of reasons, but I would – I don't know if he'd be that guy. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You know you know who's uh, – the Vikings are resurgent. You know who's in there now as the assistant GM? Who? The big, the big man from Indianapolis. Grixon? Yeah. You think yeah, he gets another look? I don't know, but he he would probably scream and yell at about eight there. No, he, I think he softened a little bit. He was a little angry for a while. I, I, I always like Ryan Grigson, and you know me. I, I have no problem with the guy who's going to give me crap, but um, I think these guys get in. Here's what happens, and not just guys like him, but whoever does get a job like that, they change. Mm. They get who in. Could you be, who could you be referring to? I can refer to about 18,000 guys. I've, believe me, I've been around all of them. I, I know how they are. They all get in there. Oh, it's not going to be me. I'm not going to be that way. I'm not going to be that way. And then two losses in, they're all that way. Mm. It's the, the, you know. Or if they, or if they have a lot of success, they change too. Huh? If they have a lot of success, they change success, too. Then you become an egomaniac. And then yeah. and they start fighting in the building with the coach. It's your players. Here, here's the one thing that happens all the time, because I know I've talked to many guys about it. Rick Spielman will tell you this. When a coach – wants a player, they draft them, and then the player doesn't play to that. He blames the GM, whereas the GM will blame the coach for not developing the player. So there's your rift right away. You didn't Game get me this. Huh? Yeah, it's, Game it's exactly. It's it's not unlike business. I mean, that's the way business is. Somebody's always going to play the blame game when things don't go wrong, right? And so I think that's what happens. So, uh, you know, here's what you don't know about these jobs. Do you want a real good football guy or do you want an administrator? Right. I mean, like Rick Spielman always talks about football was a, just a minimal part of that job after a while. And I, I see me, I would hire the position executive VP, you deal with all the garbage, GM, you're my football guy. That's how I would hire the job. If, if somebody doesn't, uh, if somebody gets a DUI, I, the, the executive VP should be dealing with it, not the GM. The GM should be dealing with getting football players and building the roster. That's the way I look. And a lot of times what happens is the GM does well as a GM and a football guy. And then like Rick gets promoted to EVP and has both duties. And so you're dealing with everything at the same time. And I think that, I mean, inherently just becomes more difficult. But like, I'll give you an example. Is Omar Khan running the Steelers football operations? He is. Omar Khan was a cap guy. That's how he made his bones. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of cap guys that would love to be football guys. And, and then you get the football guys who look at those guys and say, oh, well, we can't do it. I just think it's football. It's not that complicated. It really is not. It's not. Hire a cap guy. If you're a football guy, you hire a cap guy. You have an EVP above you. The EVP handles all the big picture stuff, the stuff I talked about. The football guy handles the football. The cap guy figures out a way to make it all work for the football guy. And there's your organization. It's not that complicated. All right. All right, Pete. You know what? Let's. You know what is complicated? Trying to figure out who's going to be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. Uh, we saw this week that Zach Wilson finally got benched, demoted all the way down to third string. They're now starting Tim Boyle, who I'm pretty sure is only on the team because he is friends with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, does this move make any sense to you? Would you have rolled with Wilson? Is this rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic? What do you think of this move? Did they bench the entire offensive line too? I mean, look, I Zach Wilson so. hasn't been good, but I don't think it matters. That offensive line is yeah. awful. 
it's awful. And the weapons aren't great either because they brought all Rodgers' buddies over and they can't do anything. Lazard can't run. Cobb's 120. And and the rest of those guys beside Garrett Wilson are average at best. So it, it's almost like, what are you doing? Ask You can't – look, we don't – think Wilson's any good there have been games where for him and I always got to put the qualifier on it oh he played okay for him for yeah. him you know we'll be doing that for Bryce Young in a couple of years for him but <laughs> and, uh, there, and there, so, there was a there was some kind of like uh spooky ghoul behind you a second ago was there what was it yeah Michael Myers just appeared over oh, like Pete's shoulder but but again you know is he to blame for that mess you can't blame him. Well, let me ask you this. You can't blame him. What about this? What about the idea that they sat on their hands too long and trying to get another quarterback in there? I mean, Kirk Cousins is the, the favorite, but you could have got a, a number. Jacoby Brissett, anybody. Again, the offensive line stinks. I get it. But you could have played better than the current quarterback situation with Zach Wilson, and now the season's shot. Yeah, but you got to remember, didn't they draft that kid? That organization, that group drafted him where they drafted him. So they were reluctant to admit your mistake. That's it, another but... curse of the NFL GMs. They don't admit their mistakes. Well, they, they did they did twice now because they benched him twice. I mean, well, Robert, Robert Sala, are you worried Robert Sala loses his job because he just was like willing to ride with no, Zach Wilson that a, long? He gets a pass on on the Rodgers. On the Rodgers thing? If Rodgers comes back next year and they don't win, then he's out. You sure? Positive. Okay. Mm, guaranteed. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, power rankings time next. All right, time to do some power rankings with our pal Pete. Number one, number two, squared off in the rain. The Eagles came away with a win. The Chiefs fall two spots. Pete, I feel like it's the Chiefs won the friggin' Super Bowl last year. So how? I mean, like people are like, well, look, they lost the Kittle trade. Like they won the Super Bowl. So I mean, they, they didn't lose the trade. But when you see Marquez Valdez Scantling drop a ball like he dropped, and you know that Tyreek Hill would have reeled that in and would have won the game and. Travis Kelsey had some bad drops and had that horrible fumble in the red zone. Mahomes had a bad pick. I mean, it, do you, what, what is your level of concern with the Chiefs? For, it, it, not in terms of, like, are they good? Just, like, level of concern for winning the Super Bowl because ultimately like, anything else is a, is, a, is a bust of a season for the Chiefs. Well, they won the Super Bowl last year without a bunch of guys. I, that's, that's just sad. I mean, it, come on. They it, you, you. And, and you know what? I, Brady got all mad at me. Brady Quinn got all mad at me. I said the throw could have been a little bit better. That was crazy. I heard you say that. Stop that's it. true. It's a 60-yard handoff. Hit him right in both hands. But he's he's not in stride. He's like kind of like leaning out to Let catch it. Let me ask it. you this. What's he, it was here? raining, and he threw the ball 60 yards in the air. What do you I love Mahomes. You guys know how I feel about Mahomes. He could have put it here. He put it out here. Let me ask you this. If it was a sunny day, i give you that, but not not with a wet right. football what's, and a rainy what's Mar, night. That's a what's Marquez Valdez-Scantling's job title? Receiver. Okay. That's I'm just checking. So he well, has you're, pass catcher. I love Breach. Breach is given given a pass to Mahomes because it's a wet day, but you're not giving him a pass for catching it because it's a wet Hit day. Him in both hands. Fair point. It was. He's got it wasn't in trot. It wasn't yeah, in trot. You see the tweet. You've like, seen Mahomes oh. make better throws than that. he oh, made a better sorry. throw to Watson on the sideline earlier in the game. This yeah, is, that was a, that was a better throw. And then, that, by the way, Watson should have caught that ball in the fourth and twenty three or whatever. Yeah. And that ball hit him I mean, it was a tough catch, but he should have caught it. Everybody's blaming Valdez Scandling. Blame Kelsey. He fumbled Kelsey inside the tank. Yeah. Justin I mean, Mahomes, if you down. want to yell at Mahomes for something, he threw an interception inside yep. the 15-yard line. And that was a terrible decision. That, I mean, that, that pick it, and the Kelsey fumble to me are 
the like worst because you're in the red zone. You're not in desperation mode. You have a chance to really force the Eagles to become one dimensional. Seventeen if they score when Kelsey fumbled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The game's over. It's done. Yeah. yeah but the next drive, J- J- Justin Watson drops a third down, and then he's on punt coverage, and he doesn't even see the ball hit the one yard line, and, and yeah. you know it breaches the special teams coach. He's going to kick him, kick him into the. Sure. To answer your question, the schedule is so favorable for them the rest of the way. Holy scared him. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you got hit. You got hit. Got him. He just got scared by Michael he got Myers. Hit. He froze. <laughs> no, I didn't. I hit him in the he mouth. Flinched. Whoever that is, he got hit in the mouth. I bet that's Jack. I feel like I hit him Jack. in the mouth. You, oh you flinched, God. though. You look scared. No, now, anybody who's mouth. listening to the audio version has to watch YouTube uh, to see Michael Myers attack Pete. With a machete. 27 minute the podcast. I hit him in the mouth. I didn't get the mouth part, but I got the other I got the rest of it. Oh, I, I did hit him in the mouth. I feel bad. Did you guys feel like Travis Kelsey had kind of like negative body language last? I, I know that yeah. is weird. If, if, by the way, if Pete gets an HR violation for hitting Michael Myers in the mouth, I'm gonna die. Oh I did hit him. <laughs> it's a reaction. I went like that. Somebody comes at me with a blade, I'm hitting him. Kelsey looked like Kelsey looked like he couldn't believe Taylor Swift didn't come to the, the, the game. Honestly, I mean, what about just, this? It, Why is this team only scored one touchdown in the fourth quarter all season? They're the lowest scoring team in the league in the second half. Worse than the Giants and the Jets. You know what my theory is? If you have a ball headed guy calling plays with a beard, you are doomed. And the Steelers finally cut ties with Matt Canna, but Matt Nagy's over there dialing up plays last night. <laughs> and it just wasn't working. Yeah, that's my theory. All, if they scored, if they score when Kelsey fumbles or the red zone when Mahomes, nobody says a word about the offense. Oh, and let's not let's not let Andy Reid off the hook. This is a guy who called for a punt from the Eagles oh, 39 bad, yard line yeah, on fourth one. and four. What down three down three points, or they were up three points, right? Up 17-14. Yeah, they I were up three points. And because that was that was the kick that Ryan was talking about that would have landed at the one. But Watson didn't notice it and went in the end zone. Okay, 19, so 19 yards. 19 yards of field position no. for nothing. Nothing. And it's like when you have – I can't remember. I saw somebody point this out, but it's like you have – Andy Reid's one of the most like innovative offensive minds in the history of football, and he's been reasonably aggressive and then like kind of flipped his stance on it. And you have Patrick Mahomes on a fourth and three or fourth and four. And like at the 30 – Go. Like go against the defense has been given. Like you're going to get a, you're going to get at worst case a reasonably decent look for Travis Kelsey. This is basically like a red zone play. I mean, go and get it to Kelsey and get the first down. By the way, Jalen Hurts looked lost for three quarters, two and two and two quarters and a half of the third quarter in that game. He didn't he did not look the first half, but I think his knee yeah. is not 100. percent He's not. He can't be healthy. He can't be healthy. But he's he's tough though. I'll give him that. Like he's extremely he's a tough. tough kid. Oh, he's a tough kid. Is it crazy? I, I came out of that game thinking I didn't think either one of those two teams are going to end up winning the Super Bowl. I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't think you're crazy either. I, I, look, last year, and I said this today earlier when we were on on HQ, I said, told Brady this, I said, the Vikings won all those close games last year, went to the postseason, everybody said, oh, they're fraud. Well, the Eagles are winning all close games. Are they a fraud? I mean, every game is, is a one-score game almost. Well, isn't it, isn't it uh, I, this is kind of a weird stat, but it was like, Wow. Chiefs games with zero second half points with Patrick Mahomes. First 101 starts, two of them. Last three starts, three of them. That is wild. Um, that includes the playoffs, by the way. The uh, But the the stat, it was like, of the teams that have started nine and one or better two years in a row, or one, have won, only lost one of their first 10 games, the first, like, back-to-back years, 
it's like the other two teams won a Super Bowl in one of those two years. I think it was it was the Broncos and it was Shanahan's Broncos, Elway's Broncos, and um, oh, here we go, lovely, thanks, Harry. Um, yeah, the Colts in 05 and 06, they won the Super Bowl the second year. Broncos, of course, won the Super Bowl in 99, and now the Eagles. Uh, so the only team not to do it was the Bills in 90 and 91, and they went to the Super Bowl both of those years. So history tells us that the Eagles should well, okay. get to the Super they, Bowl. They, shouldn't, they, they should not have beaten the Cowboys. The Cowboys outplayed them that day. Yeah, should have won sure. the game. Shouldn't have beaten the Chiefs uh, last night, frankly. Right. Uh, they don't. The, the Eagles don't look right to me. But they keep winning. Games, but they don't look. The corners aren't playing well at all. You saw that. Lad. Those two guys have had all issues all year. Bradbury and Slay. Um, Blankenship and Bayer played well. They both of them played well. I agree. Blankenship's a good player. Nobody even he talks is. about him. He's, He's the only person that could tackle Pacheco. He was coming downhill like he was shot out of a cannon. And then uh, you know the the where was Jalen Carter last night? He barely did anything. He still uh, he still he almost spell. intercepted a spiked pass. Oh, what do you want, Briscoe? Where was he? Where was he playing real football? That, that was a joke. That How was that a joke? That'd been the play of the year. That's amazing. Let's uh, let's stick around the AFC West here, Pete. The biggest faller and the biggest riser, both in the AFC West. The biggest faller, the Chargers, who fell seven spots, and the biggest riser, the Denver Broncos, who are now officially quote in the hunt. Uh, so talk your way through that AFC West. When you see a coach losing his cool in a press conference, he knows he's done. He knows what do you, what do you do Staley if you sit in the that. front seat in the press conference? Are you are you badgering him or are you letting him go through it? If he started pinpointing me? Either way. I would have said, I would have looked at him and said, well, are you giving up the play calling or not? You didn't answer the question. And he'd yeah. go, well, uh, 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 well, I'm going to ask it until you make a decision. Are you the reason? the, the he, he was basically throwing everybody else under the bus but him and his coaches. Did you notice that? We call the right plays. We do the right things. We do the right game plan. And then, so who's it on then? You know, on your players? That's, I, what, I, that's I, the I, next I, question. So basically, I would have said, so wait a second. If you're doing everything right, calling the right defenses and the right plays, who's at fault for being last in the league in pass defense? You and just then, can't then, you can't let yourself get to that point. I mean, you can be angry and all that. You can't do that publicly. You got to go into the oh. room, broom closet and punch the wall and then come back out and be calm. Right. Or if you want to take it up with the guy, take it up with him yeah. on the side. What about your guy, Sean Payton? And Russell I had Wilson, many though. of those. I had many of those. And those got ugly. And the, in the press conference, the smart coach is never allowed to get ugly. What about your guy, Sean Payton and Russ Wilson? What about him? He's fixed them. They turned, they turned the corner. He I, Look, they're playing better. I still don't believe in that team. Do you? They're playing better. They're they're not turning the ball over. They can run the ball a little bit, and the defense is playing better. What else do you want? In that if division? the Vikings don't turn it over three times, that's a loss. Period. Well, I you mean, said about every game. If if Brandon Staley had players that didn't drop passes, they'd be winning too. But that that's not what's happening. The Bro the Broncos have been fortunate the last couple of weeks. Let's put it that way. They have the <laughs> longest winning streak in the NFL right now. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they're good? I mean, look, no, I, I, I think they're moving in the right direction because. Sean will straighten that place out. He's a too good a football coach, but they're moving in the right direction. I think it was. I think it's important to like, even if they don't make the playoffs, to be in in the hunt for the whole season because, like early on, like when they got a seventy burger dropped on them by Miami, it was like, well, should Sean Bain be on the hot seat? Which is like just the most ridiculous thing in the entire planet. Like, and people were like, did did Drew Brees make Sean Bain? Is he the only reason that that Sean Payton was ever any good? 
Probably not. Defense been much, much better. I don't know if you guys saw the start of the game. They showed um, the practice facility they're building there. They have no, no issue at all with spending money. That's a lot of money, right? They got like $40 billion. That's the Walmart money. CBS, boy. unfortunately, does have uh, issues spending money on our internet at the at the offices. As you can see, Pete is frozen, but I think he's coming I'm back frozen. in a second. I'm back. Why don't we um, what, you want to talk playoff bubble teams? Pete, what time do you have to go again? 2.45, i got to be out of here. Okay. Seven minutes to talk playoff bubble teams, Brenton. All right. We got a ton of teams hovering around the tens and teens in your rankings, battling for a playoff spot. The Bills, the Vikings, the Colts, the Bengals, the Raiders. Let's do some in or out. Breach, would you like to go first? Uh, all right. Let's start with you're so mean. The Cincinnati Bengals. We're just going around the horn real quick in like one sentence on whether this team gets in or not. Out. Done. Finished. One word. Get the Pittsburgh Steelers. No. Uh, Everybody gets to say in or out on Bengals. Oh yeah, they're out. I thought we were just doing Pete because he's got to go. No. They're out. They have they don't have, their their quarterback situation is, is worse than the Steelers somehow. I'm yeah, eighty. I, you think they're out? I'm ninety percent out. But I need to see Jake Browning play one game before okay. I'm hundred percent out. Fair enough. Jake he Brown, didn't do Jake terribly Browning, in one game. Jake Browning was kind of like Des Ritter in college, right? He's pretty good at Washington. He's more accurate. Yeah. than Des Ritter. I'm just saying, like Jake Jake Browning could win some games. And 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 Jake Browning could outplay Kenny Pickett on Sunday, Wilson. Let's not kid ourselves. You act like that's some big. Pete Prisco could outplay Kenny Pickett on Sunday if he gets signed. The Steelers better score thirty. Let's not forget that, that Wilson too. didn't like Kenny Pickett when he came out. So anything he does wrong, he's going to kill him. Yeah, that's called the Pete Prisco approach to quarterback evaluation. Well, I don't. I I kill. I'm a realist when it comes to quarterback play. I'm keeping it real with Kenny. I didn't. I, 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 I didn't think CJ Stroud was what he was, what he is. But man, he's good. He's very good. Maybe I was right about Justin Herbert. He's kind of a bum. Yeah, they all come um, back. They all get, you get. They all come back to the broken clock theory. That's right. What about the Raiders? Five and six and ranked nineteenth in your power rankings, Pete. They played well in the loss last week. Yeah, they did play. They're playing better, but okay. They can they beat the Chiefs this week? <laughs> yeah, they can. Yeah, can if they, they beat the Chiefs this week, they're going to be in the mix for a playoff spot. So, but I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. I will also say no, but I, I think Antonio Pierce, I think that this team plays well enough the rest of the year and they hire Antonio Pierce full-time. We'll see if old uh, shiny object guy can help himself, Mark Davis. Who's the shiny I'm object, out. Jim Harbaugh? Well, he he fell in love with Gruden. He fell in love with McDaniels. He gets distracted. Yeah, but he spent a, he's spending a lot of money on coaches. Antonio yeah. Pierce would be pretty cheap. <laughs> you just yeah. hire the same guys you got right now. It would be pretty cheap. cheap he'll be. Go on right for he'll be He'll be cheap. He'll be cheap. Relatively speaking. Compared to like a Harbaugh or something? Come on. Yeah. Colts, All right. five and five, ranked 15th in the power rankings. Will they make the playoffs, Wilson? Repeat. Go ahead. No. I say no. Gardner Minshew can't take a team to the postseason. He's not making it. Breach disagrees with you. He's made a pretty fervent case for why the Colts. And l let me add this wrinkle to it. And Breach, you can answer since you're the expert on all things Gardner Minshew. The Colts schedule versus the Bills schedule. The Bills schedule is brutal. Well, that's why the Colts aren't out of it. I think would be Breach's argument if he wants to make it. The Colts have the third easiest remaining schedule in the AFC. The Bills have the fourth most difficult in the entire NFL. Uh, yep. Are the Colts any good? Well, here I go, Pete. I'll give you this. Who's winning Colts Buccaneers? Colts. Well, the Bucs are so banged up on defense. defense I think the Bucs would win that game. I, Minshew might throw for 400 yards okay, in that but, game. 
they're, they're starting like they might start like four rookies in that on that defense this week. So Colts. I, I didn't pick the Colts. I'm not going to pick the Colts. I, I think they Colts stink. Titans. Who's who would win that? Uh, Colts. Colts Bengals. Who wins that? Coin flip. You got two backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Colts Falcons. Colts Falcons. Who wins that? Where's the game at? Atlanta. Atlanta wins that. Colts Raiders. Who wins that? Where's it at? Uh, Indy. Coin flip. Okay. That's, that, that gets that's, them eight that's, or nine that's, wins. That's with a couple one, of those yeah. coin flip games. Obviously, say, there's got to be a couple other games. You you only listen well, to the, the Steelers in Indy. Okay. And then the Texans in Indy in the final week of the season. When the Texans could have a playoff spot wrapped up, nothing to play for. Let's put it this way. They better win this week or they're done. How about that? Uh, I, I like that. I, I would like if you gave me like two and a half to one or three to one, I'd like to bet that three AFC South teams get in versus three AFC North teams. Brinson's on board. Well, you got you got to think Jacksonville and te the Texans. This Texan schedule is a joke too. Whoever wins this week is going to win the division. Whoever, whoever, yep. and the other one will be a wild card team. So there's there's one of the wild cards. The Dolphins yep. will be. I mean, maybe the Bills. Uh, well, we're talking about the Bills next. Yeah, those are six and five, right? Twelfth in your power ranks. Do they make the playoffs? Yes. So oh, so if you have the Bills, all right. So right now you would have uh, Baltimore, KC. Um, Jacksonville, I assume, since since they're favored in that game, and um, Miami as your four top four right. seeds. Right. You said that Houston is your other wild card. Correct. And Buffalo, and then who else? Cleveland. 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 Okay. So no, that's how that's Cleveland keeps Indy out basically. Correct. Yeah. Well, they got a two game lead on them, so that makes sense. Or does Buffalo I mean, keep it? Yeah. Cleveland and Denver is almost like a little mini mini get position for the wild card battle game this week. Who thought that would yeah, be? Yeah, it's a huge game. Uh, what about the Vikings? Six and five are ranked thirteenth. In, in, yeah, they'll be in. Who, Hard in. Find the seventeenth. Who's going to be the seventeenth? The Rams. No. Yes. No. You and Stafford, you just don't stop, do you? Um, <laughs> no. Who, who, Jordan Love getting hot. I mean, who do you guys think is going to be the seventh? The Vikings. The Vikings. The Vikings. Seahawks schedule, Seahawks schedule is really hard, by the way. Yeah, but they Who's still have a two San Fran, lead Dallas, else. San Fran, Philly the next four weeks with a banged up yeah, Jets. And the Cowboys. The Seahawks have that. But they have yeah. a two-game yeah, no, lead on. No, San Fran, Dallas, San Fran, Philly. Like those four what is, games. What are the Rams? The Rams have uh, the Cardinals this week. Then what do they have? They don't have Cooper Cup. I know that's one thing they don't have. Yeah. And we're fine earlier this season without him. Yeah, we got Puka Nakua. They so. still have they still have to play the Browns and Ravens, but they also have the Giants, Cardinals, Commanders. Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, game. Commanders, Saints, Giants, 49ers for the Rams. 49ers are probably clinch a spot at that point, too. Disrespectful to Tommy DeVito, but okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that it'd be hard for them to make up those games, though. That's a that's a long yeah, they're two games. I just, I'm just saying, like time. if Se Seattle goes 0 4 in that stretch, which is not unreasonable, then all of a sudden the Seahawks are just reeling. Yeah. But somebody's got to be this. Somebody's got to be the six and the seven. Who's the six then? Vikings six and then Rams seven. <laughs> you're, 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 I mean, it's not impossible, but I don't. It's not likely either. No, it's not likely. Washington uh, losing last week. By the way, the Washington losing the Giants last week just totally throws them out of the. They would have been in the mix too. Do you know that was the first time in NFL history that a quarterback got sacked nine times and the team that sacked him lost by double digits? That's your Washington first, first time since 1984. Oh, it happened before? I thought it never happened. It happened in no, 1984. 
It's the first time in NFL history that a team got swept by Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor in the same season. That's and it's going to be the first. It's not going to be the first time in history that Washington fires a coach either. No. Or or Ron Rivera gets fired by a new owner after the previous owner is kicked out and forced to sell a team. Can the can the Packers get into the mix? They're the eight seed, yeah. Jaden Reed's playing. If they, well. win, if they win this week, they're in in the mix. I mean, that could be in the postseason, but they win this week against Thanksgiving. They're, they so are they, in the hunt for sure. Yep. All right. I'll do it for our playoff talk. We're going to rank some Thanksgiving foods. I actually wish Pete could stick around and, and rank the Thanksgiving foods, but you've got to go do Brussels sprouts number one. Stop. God, Those are I the quit. Disgusting, vile things ever put on a pl- on a table. Do you eat anything at Turkey uh, Thanksgiving? Turkey, you see plain turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes. Oh, that's more than and, I would have thought. You eat mac and cheese I mean, or no? I mean, I would eat it. Yeah, I mean. Oh, okay. it, these days, it's hard to get that much into that belly because it ain't it ain't that big these days. But hey, it's because you cheat. You got to nibble. Shipping. You got to nibble all day. That's the secret. Yeah, nibble. <laughs> I mean, I love I love stuffing, and and my mom used to make great stuffing. God rest her soul with Italian sausage, and it. it was fantastic. Ooh. Oh, look at you! Your, your diet gets uh, more varied around Thanksgiving. That's good to know. All right, Pete. Thanks as always, buddy. Bye-bye, We're Pete. gonna take a break, and Bye, when we come Pete. back, Pete will disappear. And we will rank Thanksgiving foods next. Who's going to do our blind rankings today? Don't look at them right now. If you, if you, uh, I'll be the uh, host. You, uh, Brinson, why don't you go? You haven't done it yet. Okay, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, uh, Brinson definitely looks. He always looks at the rundown. I, oh, I, I, I do look at the rundown because I'm, I'm hosting, but I didn't. I haven't looked at these. All right, Bre- uh, breach me, and you'll go back and forth. I'll, it's I'll pretty. I mean, it's pretty. I, assume, I mean, like, there's always so many things you could lob out here, unless you're like, I mean, Harry's not from right. the south. So Just get your mind like, right. I got to read the, uh, the Brinson intro potato. as written by Harry. <laughs> Now we're going to do an on-the-spot blind power ranking. We make it up live on the air, Breach. And Brinson doesn't know what five things we're going to give him or in what order. It's Thanksgiving, at least in the U.S., on Thursday, but we're not picking against the spread. Nice one, Harry. We're picking the spread. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see that coming. Best Thanksgiving foods. You ready, Brinson? Let's go. All right. uh, Breach, you go first with with the stuff. I'll follow you. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw Brinson off because I think he has looked at the rundown. So it. I'm going to go completely off the book. <laughs> and uh, we're going to throw out sweet potatoes as the first one. Wait a second. Let me clarify. Sweet potatoes or sweet potato casserole? Because that's a southern distinction. I think it's sweet potato casserole needs to be. The thing. Whatever, think- Brinson, whatever Brinson has at his okay. Thanksgiving. All right. Sweet potato, sweet potato casserole. casserole. Uh, sweet potato fries are fantastic, by the way, too. If you've never had those, you need to try Love those. Um, yeah, you get those at the restaurants, though. Yeah, I'm just saying sweet, sweet potatoes are great. So, oh, uh, man, do I put the sweet potatoes at three? Or do I I'm – I'm I love sweet potatoes. Um, I, sweet potatoes. I do, too. I know Brinson's go, a sweet potato guy. I could see I'm going to go sweet potatoes at two. And here's the logic is that I know that my number one choice for Thanksgiving food is almost certainly going to be on this list because it's like very specific to Thanksgiving. So that gives me a little wiggle room. Normally I'd go three and do the breach theory there, but I'm going to go sweet potatoes at two. Uh, I will say that Harry took, I added the sweet potatoes on a whim. So you wouldn't know. Harry took one thing off the list that Brinson doesn't know what that is. This is going to throw a wrench in the whole thing. This is great. Go, Wilson. You're muted. Uh-oh. We can't hear you. Wilson, you got to unmute, buddy. <laughs> I was so caught up in the sweet potato casserole. I actually like that. Two is a strong move for the sweet potato casserole. Have you ever had that, Breach? I love sweet potato casserole. I will oh, literally yes, sir, only eat sweet potato casserole sometimes at Thanksgiving. I don't bother with the other food. Sweet potato casserole, red wine, and a sh- shot of tequila, and I'm good. 
I was going to say. Just like the pilgrims. That's all, that's all you can <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next up. Here we go. I'll go down the list so it's not to make Harry have to work on the on the back end here. Uh, in honor of Pete Prisco, stuffing. Number one. That's easy. That was I was waiting for stuff. Stuffing is my favorite thing about Thanksgiving, I think. I mean, aside from like the football and the family. How do you have your stuffing? Because Rick's uh Rick, uh Pete said he is his mom used to put Italian sausage in there. Uh so I used we used to go down to Florida, down to Jacksonville, Pete's on stomping grounds where uh we would go to this like hundred plus person, but for my mom's family, my mom's side of the family thing. And there would be this like giant, it was a like literally like every person was supposed to bring a dish, like a potluck thing, and you would go through this like hundred plus dish buffet setup, and everyone would bring their own. So like I'm open to any and all kinds of stuffings. Okay. Actually, so like oyster stuff. One. Like, yo, one. Oh. Stuffing is pretty divisive because I am anti-stuffing. I don't lo- I don't hate it. It's like a styrofoam to me. Yeah. I don't know. Number one is high, Brinson. Man. Yeah. I uh, love stuffing. Stuff. That's my favorite up thing up about that's my favorite thing about Thanksgiving food. I need to do Thanksgiving at Brinson's. Maybe he has some delicious stuffing. My goodness. All right. Number <laughs> so we got one and two. So there's only three spots left here. Uh, Brinson only has three, four, five. He doesn't know what's coming up next. Number three is. Hold on, hold on. Ran- say it. Oh, oh, I already said it. I was going to say, you could go. I want you to mix it up. You could go worst or best if you wanted to mix up the order. Go cranberry? ahead. Cranberry? Uh, yeah, it's two. Cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's five. I don't. I hate cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, it's. I'll tell you, the only the best use of cranberry sauce is when people make um, post Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches. And you put, you get some colder, you, be, colder the better. I agree with that. Like on the turkey, no, 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 you get some bread, you get some turkey, you get some yeah. stuffing, you get some cranberry sauce, and you make a sandwich out of that. Oh man, a gobbler! Woo. Yeah, I, I get you, but I'm, I'm out. All right, next up, and this is um, I have mixed feelings about this one as well. I didn't love this growing up, but it could be done well. I think it was just the the, the southern way it was prepared. Green bean casserole. See, I could make a case for green bean casserole at number one. I wouldn't what? be opposed to that. Yeah, Preparation if you put the, fr- the fried important. onions on it. Uh, green bean casserole number three for me. Um, <laughs> green bean casserole, the southern style, is incredible. It's like creamy. You put the cream of like the cream of mushroom soup in there with it. You get the cream of mushroom soup, the green beans, the the um, the tobacco onions on top, and you bake it. It's incredible. So the Brinson family eats stuffing and green bean casserole for Thanksgiving. Now I don't want to go over to your house. If you show up with something without carbs in it, you're not getting in the house is what I'm hearing. I assume you're correct. I assume that turkey is is the last one. I'll put it at number four. No, it's not. it's not. And guess what? It's, it's not. not. We took you turkey took off turkey the list. Off? This is a great <laughs> one. This is a, this is a great curveball. To mess with you, the curveball is that the last one is pumpkin pie. Oh, no. I love pumpkin pie. Pumpkin oh, pie is no. fantastic. Great job, Harry. Gotcha. Good job. Good job, guys. I was, I was like banking on turkey being sliding in it for you yeah ladies and gentlemen we got him i'm a huge pumpkin pie fan so uh pumpkin pie unfortunately at four for me here on this list if i was re-ranking it it would be i know i still i still i'm okay with my list though like i mean i think sweet potato casserole is so freaking good like you're not like if, if if you're presented with sweet potato casserole green bean casserole stuffing pumpkin and pumpkin pie what are you grabbing first pumpkin pie you are? Yeah. Yeah. It's not even close. close. Not yeah. even close. And then after I eat the pumpkin pie, I'm going to get the sweet, the sweet potato casserole. Yeah. And then yep. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you're, eating, you're eating dessert first? I don't love the green bean. I, like my mom. Oh, I love green bean casserole so much. I, I didn't love the green bean casserole that much. And the stuffing, like I said, it's like it's there. It's styrofoam. It's, it's, you can put a bunch of salt on it and gravy and then okay. 
But uh, and I'm not necessarily a, a big dessert guy, but those are heavy enough desserts with tens of thousands of calories. So you don't need anything else. Yeah. So I think my I mean, like my I mean, this is like my ideal. I feel OK with the list because if I'm if I'm if I'm picturing a plate of like what I want, it would be like a like a like thin, good, a thin, good, like I don't want like, you know, it's got to be good turkey, right? Like thin carved turkey, some stuffing, some gravy on top of that. And then sweet potato pie, sweet potato casserole, and sweet green bean casserole. And then for dessert, a piece of pumpkin pie. And I'll force a little cranberry on there if, if my mom puts it out, just so she doesn't feel bad. So, Breach, non-desserts, what are your favorite parts of uh, Thanksgiving that don't involve alcohol? Literally just sweet potatoes. Okay. That's all I Breach want to play. I, I eat like apples. Like yeah. apples, just bite into it. Sweet Ooh. potatoes with butter and brown sugar. I mean, you could live off that just any day of the any day of the year. Now worth yeah. noting too, like I've talked about this, but I just want to accentuate it again. Like for the Brinson for Thanksgiving, we do oysters. Yeah, not I'm not an oyster guy any time of we, year as well. We steam oysters and my mom makes uh does sandwich stuff and Brunswick stew inside. So you sit out by the by we got the, 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 the um got a like a, a a picnic shelter type of thing. You sit up there, and we put the t- we put a you know, take a TV or like an iPad and watch the, watch the early game. Steam oysters. Some people go shoot guns, shoot skeet. Um, Some people and, breach. And, and I'm I sure don't. I go watch football inside. You told us about that like four years ago when Wilson and I almost quit the podcast because you ate oysters and Sean ate Brussels sprouts for Thanksgiving. That's right. And we were ready to just walk off the. I don't remember that. Point. I blocked that out. It was so bad. Yeah, I, I tried to block it out, but I. Oh, I, then we so I then we go inside. Then you go inside and you watch the afternoon game. You drink a bunch of red wine and eat some. Maybe make and then I usually wait and like make a sandwich and do like some Brunswick stew for dinner. And then uh, lay around you and watch leftover Thanksgiving food for dinner. You make a new meal. I know he. That's why he does the podcast laying down when we used to do Thursday nights. <laughs> Wilson, are you excited about the, you know your schedule for this Thursday? Yeah, I got it. It says that uh, I'm supposed to forward everything to you. <laughs> hey, no, no Thanksgiving podcast this Thursday. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I'm th- we are thankful for that. Of course, we always love doing it, but I mean, let's be honest. Usually, you've it was had, just me. You and- had 45 turkey sandwiches by that point. You're in no condition to be trying to podcast. Turkey sandwiches, that's right. <laughs> and I've eaten 257 uh, sweet potatoes in the breach. That's right. All right. That'll do it for the show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you are. Gobble, gobble. Are, our picks giving shows on Wednesday. So we're going to give our best bets out for the Thanksgiving days game, Thanksgiving day games, plus the black Friday matchup between the jets and the dolphins. We'll also be back on Friday. We're going to record where we have our, our best bet show for the weekend games as well. The final 12 games, make sure and give us a like or comment, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening to pod version, download, follow, subscribe, leave a five star review. Tell your friends, to give us a try. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Wilson, for Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.